Thank you for standing for our prayer. Uh, you may be seated. I'm bringing to you our Just a Taste this morning, our Just a Taste uh, component of our worship service is uh, a little, a little uh, taste of what our lessons are going to be in our small groups this week. And I'll say more about our small groups if you're unfamiliar with those. I'll say more about that at the end of this uh, quick, uh, just a taste this morning. But this week in our small groups, we are going to be talking about discipleship. Discipleship is one of our core values here at Newark. And uh, last week, uh, we had Regina talk about the word disciple, disciple, saying that, you know, it simply means student. If we say the word disciple, we could substitute that uh, word with the word student. It means the same thing. And so I'd like us to read um, Luke chapter 6 and verse 40, keeping that in mind. It says, students, or we could say disciples, are not greater than their teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. Of course, this is uh, speaking of our teacher, Jesus Christ, and disciples being the students of any of us who will follow his teachings and his ways and apply them in our lives. And so, <clears throat> discipleship. Discipleship is a term that we don't find written out in scripture. We see the word disciple in scripture, disciples of Jesus, but we don't see this term discipleship because the meaning of discipleship is defined in scriptures through the examples of Jesus, our teacher, his teachings in life as recorded in the scriptures, as well as other examples of uh, the disciples and others in scripture uh, that are recorded, their lives, and how they applied the teachings of Jesus in their lives. So to talk about discipleship today, I wrote an acrostic using the word discipleship. I almost turned it into a poem, but the acrostic took so long that I just didn't. The poem, this took so, I will never do just a thought like this again. It took longer than most of, you know, preparing for a teaching or sermon. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, so, uh, no, I didn't do the poem, but I did do an acrostic. You know, an acrostic is where you have the letters of your word, and then you fill it in with something that describes it. So uh, we're going to work through the word discipleship. I was kind of um, inspired to find a creative way. This is, this is creative for me. So if it's boring to you, this is as creative as it gets for me. So you can tell. But... Um, Last week, Sister Regina had brought to us uh, styles of learning, ways of learning, and I thought, oh, I'm going to apply that. So let's work through this word discipleship and uh, with this acrostic here. So we start with the letter D. Discipleship requires dedication to God because discipleship implies that it's where you put your value. Students of a teacher you're going to want to learn from someone that you value what they have to pour into you. You value what they stand for. So disciples of Jesus love God and the things of God above all else. That's what this dedication to God is. Disciples love God more than anyone 
or anything in this life. And there was a, a passage in Luke, I didn't give it to our uh, AV team this morning, I'm just going to reference it, but passage in Luke that Jesus is teaching his disciples and says, you know, the cost of discipleship, what it means to be a disciple, requires that you hate your brother or you hate your father. That word hate is so strong, we think, certainly Jesus can't require that of us. But the, the, the um, meaning of that word hate means to love Jesus more. We still love our mom or dad. We still love our brother. We still love our neighbor. But we need to love God and the things of God more than even uh, those relationships. So disciples love God more than anything or anyone else. And this dedication to God is an indicator that a disciple is one of his. I, I, it, uh, discipleship is an invitation from Jesus to all to follow him. We're all invited to be students of the word. Uh, our previous small group lessons was about word. God is the word. And so we're all invited to be students of the word. And our invitation to each of us crosses the bounds of time and was extended to us through the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Jesus is our great teacher, and we are all invited to follow him and to be part of his plan in this world. S, discipleship produces spiritual maturity. Uh, last week, Regina referenced the passage in Galatians that listed the fruits of the Spirit. And so disciples display these fruits of the Spirit in their life, joy and peace and love and the rest that are listed in that chapter. Um, and because discipleship helps us grow, and that's where maturity, you know, children, we know, little children act a certain way, and as they mature, there's other things and characteristics in their lives that they display as a sign of maturity. We grow that same way as disciples. C, discipleship changes us. Now, I really wanted to use the word transformation, but I didn't think anybody would understand transformation, so I went with the word change because it's a synonym, and it means transformation. So we are transformed uh, by the word. We are transformed as disciples. Um, and there's so much to say about that word transformation. And of course, in our small groups this week, we'll be able to dive in a little bit deeper in discussion with one another. And so I'm going to kind of leave it, you know, at a, at a more general uh, comment here. But transformation is major. It's a major indicator uh, that we are one of his and we are a disciple of Jesus as we are transformed by the word. I, discipleship is imperfect. I actually chose this word and drew it out of our lesson uh, that it, it, uh, we'll be uh, talking more about this week in small group. Because we're imperfect people. Everybody believe that? That's a good place to start as a disciple. We're imperfect people. And more, more on this topic in small group this week. But I will say that, you know, the best students, if you've ever been a teacher or a student, 
the best students are the ones who know they don't have it all together and they don't know everything yet. And because that indicates we, we literally need Jesus to understand this discipleship thing. So more on that in small group. Next one is P. Discipleship is a process. That means that we're not made into perfect disciples over not overnight like those instant oats you can do and just stick it in the refrigerator with some whatever you put in it and then next morning open up and eat it. No, no, we're not made into perfect disciples overnight. Change, this transformation takes time and growth takes time. Spiritual maturity takes time. Um, so I like this letter P and I like that it followed the word imperfect that we just talked about because imperfect people create imperfect processes. And so that's why we need to be dedicated, that first letter, dedicated to the God of the process because he will be perfectly faithful to us in our imperfect process, amen? L, discipleship requires us to be lifelong learners of the word. The, the process of discipleship process indicates there's a, is this, am I on? Can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Um, the process of discipleship is a long-term commitment. Students learn, disciples learn, and if we're not learning, we're not growing. So we want to keep learning. Learning keeps us humble. Learning keeps life fulfilling. And learning ensures that we remain disciples. E, discipleship means evangelism. I know this term is often used, we think of it as someone's specific role in the church. And uh, that's true. God does uh, uh, gift people with evangelism, as the scriptures say. But God has called us individually into what he's planned for us as disciples. And we're not to hold the knowledge or the experiences we have in Christ for ourselves. Just say, I'm so glad I know that. I, I am just so glad that I know that. Nobody else does. No, we're to share it. That makes us all evangelists of the Lord. Amen. So evangelism. Uh, next one, S. Discipleship requires self-denial. We cannot revere God. We cannot love God. I should say it's not possible to revere God. It's not possible to love God more than anything or anyone in this life if there's no self-denial. Self-denial takes practice. Self-denial is daily, as the Apostle Paul talks about in uh, the New Testament passages, uh, dying daily to ourselves and taking up his cross. Discipleship is the highest calling, H. The discipleship is the highest calling in our Christian walk. We're all called. We're all invited. These are words we typically use. But we're all invited to be disciples of Jesus. And nothing in this life is more of a privilege than to be a lifelong student of Jesus. I, I personally think it's been a mistake of Christianity as a whole to have placed higher value on certain roles within the church. We're all his disciples, and we all, God calls us to do different things within the body. But first, we are disciples. 
And that is something that is universal across the body of Christ. We're just imperfect people moving along an imperfect process, but following perfect God. Discipleship, next one, I. Discipleship requires involvement. I believe Regina talked a little bit about this last week when she talked about being doers and not only hearers of the word. And so discipleship requires us to, to be involved in the body and what in the plan of what God is doing. And what that looks like looks different for each of us. We want to apply our knowledge. There's a practical component of being disciples. It's the Mary Martha thing. Sit at Jesus' feet and learn and also apply, you know, in hospitality and serving and all of those things. And our last letter is P. Uh, discipleship uh, requires personal sacrifices. When a disciple commits to living according to the ways of our teacher, that implies that we're no longer living according to our own ways. And I think in the beginning of our walks, you know, each of us can feel like what we had to kind of turn from or leave behind seems like a, a, a big sacrifice. But it does at the beginning. It does at first. But I think that there are moments, and perhaps with time and with growth and spiritual maturity, that the cost of any personal sacrifice isn't much of a cost at all when we uh, see it in light of Jesus' sacrifice for us and the fact that he even invites us to be a part of his plan in the first place. Amen. Uh, Regina also had said, I like, I like a lot what she said last week, don't I? Because I keep saying it. But, you know, it really plays into... You know, this idea, uh, she had mentioned the scripture last week that uh, the scripture said, if you continue to live the way I have taught you, Jesus speaking, that you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. So the truth, I feel, sets us free from that sense of this sacrifice was too much. I'm going back to it. No, we, we're set free from that. And the sacrifice of Christ kind of overshadows anything that we turn from in order to be his disciple. So I'm sure that, you know, looking at these, these letters before us, there's a lot of other terms I could have used, other words you might be thinking of that uh, defines this word discipleship. There's many, many more. I didn't include them all. I couldn't include them all. Uh, but each of the words that I chose, I thought, were these key indicators of what makes a disciple of Jesus um, stemming from scriptures. And so I think we're going to have some good discussion in our small groups this week, right? Because um, th this word discipleship is so packed. It's such a pack. There's so much meaning in this word. And so our small groups meet on Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. on Zoom. And so for anyone who's interested or anyone who is listening uh, online or anyone who's new to us today in our service here, um, you can join us. It's, it's an online format. You can join us by simply going to newarkupc.info and selecting the small group card. The Zoom information and a direct link is right there for you to join us Tuesday or Thursday at 7 p.m. We hope to see you there. Everyone else, hope to see you there. Um, and so uh, that's it for just a taste this morning. Thank you. Thank you.